The NBA playoffs are heating up, and so is the action at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. DraftKings brings you same-game parlays, live betting, odds boosts, and so much more. You can download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use code VOXMMA. That's code VOXMMA for new customers to get 150 in bonus bets when you bet just 5 bucks. Only on DraftKings. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Or in West Virginia, visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas, 21 and over, age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.co slash bball for eligible and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to help you plan that unbelievable travel experience. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. You're listening to the Vox Media Podcast Network. We're live, pal. Hey, we're live, pal. Welcome, everyone, to another episode of the A-Side Live Chat here on MMAfighting.com. I am, of course, your host, Jose Youngs. It is a beautiful, overcast day in Phoenix, Arizona. We got our first rain in, I think, about two months. So that's enjoyable. It's a little cloudy. So it's not 120 anymore. It's about 101. So we'll take it. We'll take what we can get. But no one cares about the weather here in Arizona. I want to welcome a very special guest. We've wanted to have him back on the show for a while now, but he's been a little busy. He's a new dad. But now that we have some Brazilian news in the fight, Brazilian news going on in the world, in the fight world right now, we decided to bring him back, and he was gracious enough to give us his time. Welcome back, everyone. Guilherme Cruz, how's new dad life? It's uh, chaotic. No sleep at all, <laughs> but it's fun. It's beautiful. <laughs> And of course, on the ones and twos, producer extraordinaire, you know him from Between the Links, you know him from post-preview shows and all that good jazz. Casey Lydon, how's Inglewood, poser? Inglewood is good. Um, I'm, uh, I have my, I got, I got a fresh can of LaCroix. Um, Isn't it LaCroix? I don't know. The, uh, LaCroix. LaCroix. Hip your water. Uh, this is the best flavor. Limoncello. I was... I was kind of ant. I was on the fence. Only flavor I've not tried. I think key lime is the best flavor. Key lime's good, but limoncello. That's that's it. All right. It's almost creamy. I don't know how they do it. It's, it's, it's weird magic. Yeah. Next time I go to the store, that'll be the next one I try. Key, have you ever had a lacroix? I've never heard about it in my life. <laughs> it's just <laughs> fizzy. No fla- it's just it's just fizzy carbonated water that has flavor in it. Zero calories. Zero calories. So if you don't, if you want to get that crisp <laughs> taste of soda, I'm doing all of their marketing. I'm also dog sitting a dog. 
we're dog students. We have this dog running around my feet right now. Maybe she'll make an appearance. <laughs> She's Lucy is just absolutely enamored by this television that's not even on front of me. Anyway, but you guys know the drill. You can ask questions in the comment section on Twitter. Uh, we're all live on Facebook. We're live on Periscope. We're live on YouTube. Casey's man in the comment section. We've got a bunch of questions coming in. But, of course, we got Anderson Silva in the news. we got Gleison Tebow in the news. we got a lot of Brazilian fighters in the news for the right and wrong reason. So we decided to bring Guillermo, of course. So any Brazilian questions you have in the fight world, we or got the perfect or, guest or for you. Or regular questions. Or regular yeah. questions. <laughs> or regular questions. But it's not every day we can get someone from the Guillermo's part of the world on the show. So, of course, Casey, what is our first question? What What do you guys say? Oh, oh, oh. No, I don't do that question right now, but... Um, did you know it is winter in Brazil right now? Yeah. What? Yeah. How does that work? How does that work? With, with yeah. the earth being flat and all? I don't get it. Yeah, how, it's how crazy. Is it, how does it happen? It's crazy. I don't know. Yeah. I don't. A, I don't know. Your, your thermostats are broken over there. All right. All right. <laughs> Let's get some questions. Uh, yeah, let's, start, let's start with um, Andy. Four Corner Sports NY on Twitter. And so looks pretty good in his boxing match with Julio Cesar Chavez Jr. Is this possibly something he should do more since he had a good performance? And would a bow of Roy Jones Jr. be the fight to make? Hashtag the A-side. So we're going to use Mr. Four Corner Sports' questions to just talk in general. Guillerme, I'm sure you watched. Casey, I know you watched because we did a watch along together. <laughs> you could go watch it after. Uh, Anderson Silva looks better than ever. I can't remember the last time he looked that good in any sort of combat sports. Uh, not only did he beat Julio Cesar Chavez Jr., who is, of course, the son of Julio Cesar Chavez Sr., uh, one of the greatest, if not the greatest boxers of all time. Uh, he did it in the boxing ring, not the MMA ring, and he looked incredible. I think I even saw the score, the unofficial scorecards on the broadcast had him winning all but one round. I think he only lost one round on the unofficial scorecard. He looked awesome in there. Gamey, what were your initial thoughts after watching Anderson Silva's fight against Julio Cesar Chavez Jr.? I was amazed. It was uh, the first time Anderson Silva put on a fantastic performance since Bonner, like nine years ago. It was it was amazing to watch. Uh, I, I, won't, I won't say I was surprised because I think uh, Anderson Silva's uh, boxing is way better than the ones from MMA fighters that we are used to to, to seeing doing the crossover. Uh, most recently, Ben Askren. You can even compare the two of them. But uh, yeah, to, to to be able to, to to do that against someone who has like sixty pro fights, uh, fifty pro fights was uh, it was surreal to watch, and it just got me wondering uh, how well uh, and 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 would have done. Uh, if Dana White uh, had, had allowed him to to uh, do some boxing matches back when he was the UFC champion, he was yeah. trying to box Roy Jones Jr. and all that. Uh, if, he, if if he was able to do that now, as 45 or 46 years of age, imagine a prime Anderson what what he would be able to accomplish in boxing. Casey, I know we got your thoughts while the fight was happening, uh, but now that it's been a few days to digest. Any new thoughts on Anderson Silva's performance against Chavez Jr.? Um, I just know more than anything, I did I didn't realize how a strong victory, a strong just performance from Anderson Silva would just open up the world. It felt like in, in terms of just imagination. It's like, oh my god, Anderson Silva can fight Roy Jones. Anderson Silva can fight Mike Tyson. Anderson Silva, could, I don't know, could could, could box Vitor Belfort. I don't know. There's like there's there's just so. 
like I, I put it out there in the world um, that I would freaking love to see Anderson Silva in a boxing match versus Chell Sonnen. You know, something like that. Just, I don't know why, but like, I just want to see it. And I think more than anything, that's what kind of Anderson Silva does. And that's what, what he's always done. He, uh, he just kind of, he, he lets, he, your imagination goes wild when you watch Anderson Silva fight. When he's in, when he, when he's moving, he's smiling. He just, he looks like he's just doing sorcery out there in a sense. Um, you just, you, 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 you think of bigger things for the sport, you know, you, you, grand, you know, spectacles. And I think that's what kind of brought, that's what, that, that was the feeling it brought back watching Anderson Silva have fun in the cage. And be successful. It's just you know smiling. Fun in the ring. Fun in the ring. Sorry. Yeah, in the <laughs> ring. Yeah, yeah. You know him slapping his leg like, come on, let's fight, let's do this. You know, backing himself in the corner, kind of you know, a la uh, Stefan Bonner, you know, in the Brazil. And it was just, it was just fun. And Anderson Silva being forty six is like, that's just ridiculous. Baffling. Baffling. That's baffling. Just baffling. But um, yeah, just um, cool. Um, the negative side of me, the you no, know, the pessimistic side, it's like, well, Anderson, Anderson Silva was whatever. Chavez Jr. is a joke, you know. But I'm gonna say positive and just think that was the best Chavez Jr. And Anderson Silva whooped up on him <laughs> eight rounds to zero. You know, come on, let's go. Hey, a win is a win, and he yeah, looked better than ever. Yeah. Chavez Jr. also missed weight, so Anderson Silva left 100k richer yeah. than he would than he initially thought Not he was bad. going Not to. Bad. Not, Not bad. bad. Not bad at all for a, a fighter that was quote unquote kicked out of the UFC for getting knocked out by Uriah Hall, who's also looked better than ever. Like yeah. your, Anderson was not losing to bums in the UFC either. Yeah. Uh, but Guillerme, uh, what was the the feeling in in Brazil when Anderson Silva won? I feel like this this match was flying under the radar in a bit in a, in, a, in a sense because uh, it was streamed live in a in a platform that I had never heard about before uh, in my life. And uh, I don't, I don't think like the casual fan knew that Anderson Silva was was fighting Saturday. I think they, they just found out about it like on Saturday night, just hours before it was happening. And uh, but on on Sunday, I got a lot of texts. That's that's when I know that uh, something got uh, something, something big happened. When I got a got a lot of texts from 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 people that are, aren't uh, like hardcore fans, but, yeah, yeah. they text you, and and I got a lot of texts. Man, what what? What Anderson Silva did, he's incredible. He's amazing. Mm -hmm. So I think that it helps his case. And 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 I wonder uh, what what this means for for his future in MMA if he chooses to to to, to come back. There were a lot of promoters saying they were interested in signing him after he left UFC, uh, like Bellator, uh, KSW. Mm -hmm. A lot of promoters. I I, th I think only uh, Rising said that they were interested in signing him. So I wonder if that changes their opinions on Anderson Silva if they are willing to sign him now. After what what he did in boxing, I don't know. I, I don't know if what he did in boxing would be possible if he was fighting MMA with small gloves and his his chin obviously isn't the same that he used to be. Uh, but I wonder if that changes his his plans for 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 the future. But I think boxing should be his way, uh, especially getting paid a lot of money. I don't think he's gonna get paid that much if he comes back to MMA. Yeah, I want to see him continue this boxing boxing run. I also know he told our own uh, Damon Martin when he interviewed him uh, that Anderson Silva said he was done with MMA and kind of wants to pursue this boxing thing. I know the Roy Jones Jr. fight was brought up immediately after, but he wants to take professional fights. He doesn't want to take exhibition fights. So, Casey, last question on this, and I'll, I'll pose this question to you again, uh, Guillermo. If you're Anderson Silva's team, which fight do you want to see him take next? 
is are we talking are we talking money too or is it just pure like i mean money I, money kind of changes everything but uh i think money and I, we can factor in everything okay everything um yeah the one that we'll makes- also be we'll also be realistic too because yeah. <laughs> everyone wants to see like george st pierre but like no i want like a realistic fight oh my god george st pierre crap <laughs> but I, I would love i mean um for anderson I mean, lucrative wise, I me, mean, I would think one of the Paul brothers. I think Logan, honestly. Um, just money wise. Uh, I mean, I know I don't want to see it, but I feel like that's a fun fight. And Logan doesn't seem like he's not the trash. Like Jake, like Jake seems like the trash talking one. Logan seems kind of the happier one. I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. Um, uh, where so- where where Logan Paul is in his life now? I mean, where Jake, what Jake is doing now is what Logan was doing a few years ago. You just get, you just grow up, as okay. he puts it. Right. So. The um, older brother is more mature now. Which one's the older brother? Uh, Logan. You can remember oh, because Logan's L, the older one? Oh. L comes before J in the alphabet. So Logan <laughs> came before Jake. Okay. Okay. So <laughs> makes sense. Okay. Okay. Logan seems the, the Logan seems the, the little bit more chill one. And I don't think Jake versus, um, just regardless of what happens in the Woodley fight, Jake versus uh, Anderson makes that much sense because I don't know. I don't trash talking Anderson doesn't really feel right. But it won't work. Yeah. Yeah. It won't work. But Logan, Logan, I'm just saying, I'm, I'm just talking money. I'm just talking money wise. Logan versus Anderson. I think it's a very winnable fight for Anderson, um, and it'd be exciting. I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm all about it. I mean, obviously, I don't want to see Anderson versus you know, you no know, Golovkin or anything, anything crazy like that. But um, or anyone, anyone in the top. Fifty, whatever. Well, whatever it's weird because beating Julio Cesar Chavez Jr., like Julio Cesar Chavez Jr., is a like highly like like he's a very good boxer. I'm I've said a thousand times I don't quite respect him as much in the boxing world, but he is a very good like he he was a former champion who has fought like Canelo and all these guys. So I feel like he came in real hot right away, and now if he faces any other of these these active boxers it might be a little bit of a step down but uh game let's before we move on to the next one who would you want to see Anderson fight next i mean i, I find that that would make a lot of sense uh is the vitor rematch in boxing uh vitor is calling for it but i don't know if Anderson Silva has anything to gain from it uh the, the fighting ufc was just perfect for him uh it made him a superstar so fighting Vitor again in boxing in, in an area uh, area that uh, Vitor is so good at. Uh, and we have to see how Vitor looks against Austria De La Hoya too. And yeah. Vitor is saying that he's fighting uh, Holyfield in December. Vitor is always promoting a lot of stuff. I don't know if that's actually going to happen, but uh, that would be good. I don't know how, how, how big that would be in the U.S., uh, but here in Brazil, that would be just epic. You can just fill a soccer stadium with them boxing. Uh, Vitor and uh, Anderson would fill a soccer stadium. Yeah, I think so. Even really wow. well, I think would because Vitor is just a superstar. Anderson Silva is a superstar. Uh, of course, not right now because we have COVID uh, here in Brazil. We still have that. I don't know if you remember how, how was that. <laughs> sure, sure. <laughs> oh. Yeah, but uh, but yeah, I, I think that would be big. Wow. If it can fill a soccer stadium, yeah, do that. If it's that big, uh, I know Mike Tyson's going to come out with his Legends Only League. But so if but, that, but if, if, that, if, if if you're doing uh, a fight in the US, you're get, you're you're getting paid in dollars. You don't need a fight that fills out a soccer stadium. Yeah, to be more lucrative than a than a fight here in Brazil, you know. Hey, if 
Why not Tyson? Why not Anderson and Delahoya then? If if Delahoya pieces up Vitor Belfort, or just have yeah, uh, Anderson Silva sign with uh, the Legends Only League with Mike Tyson, which was announced but has no events yet. So, uh, let, let to be determined. Selfishly, I still want to see the the Roy Jones fight, and I think everyone wants yeah. to see it. But I just put this out there, be a little bit negative. If we keep pushing <laughs> these guys out there, eventually we're gonna have a a very sad night where we're gonna see Anderson. Yeah. Laid out flat. Yeah. We're going, and we're all going to be going. Ooh, I don't think this fight was a good idea after the fact. But coming yeah. into it, we'll be like, yeah. So I'm yeah. just like, I mean, if Oscar like whoops up on Vitor, are we going to go? Yeah, now do that to Anderson. I mean, I mean, as much as I want to see it, we have to. We, we also have to be emotionally prepared. to, you know, this is still the fight. This is still the hurt business. You know, so yeah, hundred percent. I want to see it. <laughs> Oscar De La Hoya is also Oscar De La Hoya is also only like five nine, <laughs> so he's not that tall. He's also a smaller guy compared to Anderson, so it might be one of those like six foot three Anderson versus a very highly skilled old boxer that is much shorter than him. So yeah, that's something to take into consideration too. But uh, thanks I for just, the. Qu- I just wish we had a few million dollars. I was like, okay, Anderson versus De La Hoya, Anderson versus Mayweather. Let's just here's ten million dollars. Have fun doing <laughs> just. Uh, unfortunately, yeah, they want to get paid. <laughs> <laughs> All right, thank you. Thank you for the question, Four Corner Sports NY. From Bobby Adkins on Twitter, who gets first title? Who gets title shot first? Edwards at one seventy, or Darren Till at one eighty five? <laughs> well, I'm on record saying Leon Edwards will never ever get a title shot. <laughs> uh, not because he doesn't deserve it, because that's just the luck of the draw. And I feel like the UFC has constantly given Darren Till these: if he wins this, he gets a title shot. Also, uh, Kamal Usman's not really saying Leon Edwards right now, and Israel Adesanya brings up Darren Till a lot as possible opponent. So my answer is going to be Darren Till. Jeremy, what do you say? That's a tough one. Because uh, if Darren Till is really going to fight Derek Brunson, uh, I think a win gets him a title shot after uh, Whitaker. Yeah. Whitaker. So I would say Till. Because Leon Edwards, we have no idea uh, what UFC is going to do if they go and give Kobe the next title shot. I guess it was money. And then who's next? If someone comes up, it's, it's easier to leapfrog Leon Edwards at 170, unfortunately for him. Casey, I'll rephrase this question. Who gets the ne- who gets the title shot first, Leon Edwards or Nate Diaz? Oh, Nate Diaz. Without <laughs> a doubt. I mean, this... The- UFC is a business than a sport. Yeah. And Kamar Usman is a businessman. You know, he's a great fighter. He might be the greatest, might be the greatest welterweight ever. Coming, you know, who knows? But Kamar Usman has a bank account. And Nate Diaz will fill it up way more than um Leon Edwards for both the UFC and um and himself. So uh yeah, uh I don't know. Oh, oh my look goodness. Who we have. Just, just woke up. We have a new making just woke up. <laughs> MMA fighting debut. Oh man! Have you, <laughs> have you ever seen something more beautiful on MMAfighting.com? <laughs> Linda, <laughs> that is so cute. Ah, <laughs> What's your name? Bye. It's Maya. 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 Bye. Can I get a little fist bump, Maya? A little fist bump? <laughs> a little fist bump? 
Yeah, yeah. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Her first fist pose. Yeah, first. <laughs> I was talking to Jose. Uh, she, she was sleeping like for for an hour, but I can't I, I can't say uh, out loud she's sleeping because she will she she wake up right away. She'll yeah. hear those words. That's how it works. Yeah, she hears it. You put it out. You put it out on the ether. That's what happens. Yeah. Oh. man. See, Leon Edwards is even getting overshadowed by my. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> We're talking. So this is what Leon Edwards needs to do: to get a title shot. Step one, oh baby. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Leon. <laughs> Sorry, Leon. Oh, That's man. It. That's funny. Poor Leon. Poor he's, Leon. He's such a good fighter, too. It sucks. So, <laughs> oh, it what sucks do we for got him. Here? What do we got here? Now we have another dog. She just wants to play fetch all of a sudden. Uh, My goodness. It's a hyper dog. <laughs> I try to pick her up, and she's like, no, we're playing no. fetch now. No. Uh... Babies have a way of jumping into podcasts. That's true. And longtime uh, co-host, he's been on a few times. He's, he's. I believe he's. Is he? A new, he's having his second kid. If not, mm -hmm. they haven't already. But yeah, he's. Uh, yeah, new babies always have a way of just jumping on the podcast train here on MMA fighting. <laughs> All right. Uh, do, do, do. Next question, Anthony. Thank you for the comment, Anthony Walker. <laughs> Jeez, um, all right, here we go. Uh, do, 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 do. Where are we at? Where are we at? Uh, mm, <laughs> Another question from Four Corner Sports. With UFC 264 taking place in a little over two weeks, top to bottom, is this the best card of the year? Of the year? And if not, which is? With Wonderboy and Burns, Wonderboy versus Burns, the co-main event, sh should the winner sit out for the title shot or fight Leon Edwards if Usman versus Colby is booked later this year? Uh, so, yes, Guy, is UFC 264, to answer this first question, is UFC 264 the best card of the year? I think so. 262 was, was a great one. Uh, but, yeah, I, I, I'm kind of having a trouble remembering all cards because for the last eight weeks, I haven't slept that much. So my memory gets, <laughs> gets confused. But yeah, so the, ma uh, the main card, definitely. the main card at 264 is Poirier McGregor three, Gilbert Burns versus Stephen Thompson, tied to Ivasa versus Greg Hardy, Irene Aldana versus Yannick Kunitskaya, and of course Sean O'Malley versus Luis Smolka. And then the featured prelims are Carlos Condit, Max Griffin, Nico Price, Michelle Pereira. Then of course you also have Sean Brady, Ke Kevin Lee, Drew Stuplus, Trevin Giles, and then you got Ryan Hall on the. ESPN Plus slash Fight Pass prelim. So top to bottom, yeah, that's it that's is a solid it's, one. It's pretty good. I don't think it's the best main main card. I think the best main card was two sixty one. That was the Jacksonville one. That was the three title fights on one. You also had Weidman and Uriah Hall on that card. Two sixty three was pretty stacked, uh, but the prelims left much to be desired in terms of action. I think. But Casey, top to bottom, UFC two sixty four, the best scheduled card of the year so far. We can't hear you, Casey. You're muted. We can't hear you. You're muted, Casey. <laughs> oh, excuse me. Sorry. <laughs> the landscapers came, so it was very, it was very oh, bad. Oh, no. Um, uh, I was going to say, it's definitely not the best main card of the year. Yeah, not the best, you know, you paid the money for the pay-per-view. Not the best one. But the card top to bottom, 
um, it's up there for sure. It's a it's a very it's a very good card. Lots of lots of fights with significance and um, yeah, lots of fights I want. Yeah, fighters I want to see and fights that matter. Yeah, like Nico Price and Michelle Pereira. Come on, that's right. <laughs> that's the that's just rules. Yeah, <laughs> and, and, I think, uh, and, and and I appreciate the UFC putting Ryan Hall on the early prelims because they know, and this is going to UFC because they know people will pay 80, 90 bucks to see Ryan Hall fight anyone, but they're giving away for free in the early prelims. And I appreciate that, yeah. Dana. Helping us, help, helping the, helping the poor fan out. I don't, I don't, I, I don't think they want to put Ryan Hall and Conor McGregor on the same main card because you don't, you don't want to waste two talents on a pay-per-view. Yeah. You know, yeah. you get, because you know, you know, the at old re- professional wrestling thing where you're gone for a long time and then you kind of reintroduce them. And then the next time they're on a massive card, I think that's what we're doing at Ryan Hall, obviously. Anyway, second part of the question, Wonderboy versus Burns, co-main event. Should the winner sit out for a title shot or fight Leon Edwards? Casey? <sighs> Money wise, it makes sense to sit out because I, I don't think fans really understand like what a jump in pay you get for title fights mm-hmm. and especially if you win that title fight all the pay-per-view money that you get so for selfish reasons for selfish reasons i say heck no whoever wins you fight leon edwards tomorrow but um career-wise yeah they should probably say that they should probably wait <laughs> and and take the heat from the fans and dana will say they don't want to fight you know all that crap but yeah but yeah i i, I would hope i would hope I don't, I don't think Gilbert Burns is going to wait for anyone. <laughs> Gilbert Burns is going to want to fight like every single week. But Guillerme, same question. And I don't, and, and I don't think Gilbert Burns gets, gets mm. a title shot with this win. Yeah, well, you're I right. Do. Yeah, I, I, sorry. Yeah, yeah. Gilbert Burns is probably out of the equation. I think, if, I think if, if, uh, if Tony Bar wins, he can, he can have a case just to sit out and, and wait for, for a title shot. But I think Burns has to to to, to fight more. I don't I don't I don't think Gilbert Burns is counting on just one win to to, to get another title shot. So right. just book him against Leon next if he wins. Yeah, especially because if uh, the U if the UFC is going to London like they keep teasing, uh, they might need some main events in the UK scene. So Leon Edwards Wonderboy would be a real fun main event for number one contender. Last time Wonderboy went over to the UK for a main event though, it didn't really work out for him. He got hosed, I think. That was the uh, Darren Till fight. Anyway, I forgot about that fight. Was that fight good? Was it just kind of? It was exact. It was Stephen Thompson Darren Till. It was like same thing as the Robert Whitaker Darren Till fight. It was a lot of like feints and it was very technical. Uh, but I think a lot of people think Stephen Thompson won. Uh, Darren Till dropped him. I think at the very end of the fight, and he won on the judge. He also missed weight. Uh, before that fight, uh, and then the next fight, he lost to Tyron Woodley, and when that went up to, and then got KO'd bad by Jorge Masvidal, and then went up to 185. Till got a title shot off missing weight. Yep. Oh, I forgot about that. Yeah. Interesting. That um, was the that was when whoever did was running his vlogs, put out that video of him cutting weight, and he like went blind cutting weight. Uh, he was like, "That's like I'm like, what are you doing, man? This is terrible." That's also uh, before. No, never mind. Wrong one. When Mas, I get the I get the Masvidal till, uh, till and the Wonder Boy till fights mixed up because they were both in the UK. All right. In terms of like fight week. Uh, let me uh, bring up um, some YouTube comments. Can we see Jose's dog? Well, it's not my dog. Uh, <laughs> Julie and I are watching. Our our friends are out of town, and they have this little dog Lucy, who is just very hyper right now. But uh, yeah, she is not. Lucy is not my dog. She's a very chill dog, though. Maybe if she comes back, I'll try to pick her up. 
The NBA playoffs are heating up, and so is the action at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. DraftKings brings you same-game parlays, live betting, odds boosts, and so much more. Don't miss out as the NBA postseason winds down. And new customers to DraftKings can bet 5 bucks to get 150 in bonus bets instantly. You can download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use code VOXMMA. That's code VOXMMA for new customers to get 150 in bonus bets when you bet just 5 bucks. Only on DraftKings. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Or in West Virginia, visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas, 21 and over, age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.co slash bball for eligible and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDIC. Here we go. Question for Guillerme. What is the popularity of MMA in Brazil these days compared to 10 years ago when there were so many Brazilian champs? So, interesting question, Guillerme. I think everyone kind of knows it's not near the peak that it was when you had, like, Anderson was running on top. You had Jose Aldo, even Junior Dos Santos. Uh, How many UFC champions are there now? Two? Uh, Oliveira yeah, and Amanda, too. and then you yeah. have a bunch. You have a, well, we just lost one in Bellator, but you got a few in Bellator yeah. too. But I don't know how popular Bellator is in Brazil. So, what is the what is the popularity of MMA down there these days? It's uh, it's lower than 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 what it used to be, uh, of course. But uh, yeah, I don't think uh, uh, Charles Oliveira is 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 getting bigger, but it's it's nowhere near the level that. Jose Aldo uh, ever was, or Anderson Silva, or Big Nog, or Vitor Belfort. Uh, but he's he's trying, he's trying hard to 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 get to that level. Of course, Davidson's loss was was a, a big hit for for the market for UFC's plans here. Bellator isn't that big here yet. I don't, I don't, I still don't, 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 don't get why they just won't come to Brazil. I I know that uh, it's not gonna be a profitable uh, event for them. They're not gonna make a lot of money. Like they probably are doing events in the U.S. or doing events in Italy, Israel, and all those random markets. But you have so many Brazilian fighters. You you have to be willing to to like spend some money, uh, just burn some money doing events here to grow yeah. your 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 brand. You know, it doesn't make sense for me that they are not coming here <laughs> with so many champions like Chris Cyborg, uh, the, the Pitbull brothers. They had those Lima who just lost his belt. So I don't get it. It would it would help so much for them to 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 grow now that they are live here on ESPN. Uh, so I don't know, man. But uh, yeah, MMA is not as big as uh, as it was ten years ago. But it's not like like this crisis that a lot of people talk about too. So 
Yeah, I, I think that if, if, if you look at, at Combate, it's the pay-per-view channel for Global Dares, mm-hmm. the UFC, they, they, they don't reveal how many subscribers they have because here in Brazil, you just pay one fee and you, you watch uh, every card of, of the month. Uh, so they, they, don't, they, they don't reveal how many subscribers they have, but from, from what I hear, it's like they have less than half that than what they used to when the UFC was uh, huge, like Anderson Silva, those, those days, you know. But yeah, uh, it's, it's it's still very very profitable for for Combate and for the UFC what what they make uh, here in terms of pay per view. But yeah, it, it's it's and uh, like I'm, I'm, uh, it, it it doesn't help that Amanda Nunes isn't that big star. You know, yeah. She and 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 she also is, doesn't is Cyborg seem to care. Is Cyborg bigger than Amanda Nunes? Yeah, she is. Yeah, why, Bellator. Why Sorry, why, why, I've always I've always been interested. Why do you think that, why do you think that is? Why do you think Cyborg kind of captures the imagination of Brazilian fans, but not Amanda Nunes? Because I think that Cyborg has been around for and has been at the top for for much so, longer. She's just uh, she's an so. elite fighter for more than a decade. And Amanda Nunes is, is a great fighter, but she wasn't that great for all the time. She she became champion like yeah. 2015 or something like that. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's it's more recent. So. And Chris Cyborg, her, her her style, she's just a machine. She's just ferocious. So I think that that captures the imagination of the fans and and people seem to like. And 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 also she 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 doesn't hide too much, you know. Amanda Nunes doesn't want to do media and doesn't want to do okay. anything. She, this, I, I respect her if that's what's that's me. What's, yeah, what's, how, how she chooses to do that. That's her, that's yeah, her own thing. Yeah, she, she she can she she can act that way and then complain she's not a star. Yeah. She's she is 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 her choice, you know. But she's she she won't she's not the 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 biggest name in women's MMA here in Brazil. That's Cyborg, no doubt. I mean, yeah, Cyborg, her media presence, just you know yeah. her involvement in the community, both in the states and Southern California and in Brazil, is, is you know is much more well known. Yeah, Amanda Nunes, yeah. right? Kind of does her fight, and then she kind of you know disappears and does her family life, you know, privately, which that's her choice. <laughs> you've you've you 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 did you did you come to to real when? Uh, I mean, Nunes fought Bennington. Casey, I think I asked her. I was there. there. I was there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, com- compare the nights to to the one that Chris Cyborg made her her debut against Leslie Smith. You were there as well. Yeah, yeah. it was just oh. a soccer state. Of course, it was a much bigger event, but she 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 also helped it become a bigger event because she she was she's she's from from Curitiba, but, Curitiba, but yeah. the atmosphere of being a Chris Cyborg uh, fight night in Brazil and. One uh, Amanda Nunes, it's you can see it's, it's it's different. Yeah, I felt it. Yeah, Amanda Nunes, everyone knew she was very good. And was like, oh, it's Amanda Nunes, she's a champion. But yeah, she just, she just didn't have that when she when Amanda Nunes when Cyborg walks into the room in Brazil, it's like whoa, you know, everyone kind of like you know focuses. Yeah, man, yeah, Amanda Nunes just yeah. doesn't. It's the same over here. Amanda Nunes just doesn't have that. It's kind of a mystery too. It doesn't have that that big star appeal yet, even though, no. like numbers wise, she should. <laughs> I mean, yeah. like uh, you look at her record and who she's being, it should. But here we are. If, Be- if if Bellator held an event in Brazil, who would be the headliner? Chris Cyborg or Pitbull? Depends on when you're doing the events. If you're doing events in the uh, from Rio, São Paulo, or anywhere uh, in the uh, southern area of Brazil, like Curitiba. It's, it's, it's got to be a cyber. But if you're doing it in the northeast area of Brazil, where the Pitbull brothers live, it's got to be Pitbull. If 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 you do an event in Natal, as a place that UFC has done events in the past, 
uh, was Hendo and Belfort. No, Hendo yeah. and, and Shogun, I think. Uh, so if, 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 if you're doing an event there, it's got to be uh, the Pitbull Brothers. And then sold uh, out easily, easily. Yeah. And then whoever's not the main event, I assume, would be the co-main event. And then you'd throw yeah. on Juliana Velasquez and um, uh, Lima. I'm sure you want to throw Machida on there, of course. Uh, there's a million. Yeah. Man, I didn't yeah. realize how many high-level Brazilian fighters Bellator has. Um, but yeah. We, one last thing about uh, this. Um, does Brazil, the Brazil MMA scene, does it need Brazilian champions to kind of succeed? Or is the sport well, enough? Let me, I want to add one thing uh, on that. When I was in on Fight Island before the leading into the Paulo Costa or Israel Sander Paulo Costa fight, a lot of the Brazilian media said if Paulo if Paulo had won, he would have been a superstar, like a very yeah. big deal. And he was like the like, but he needed to be champion to to be like the next push of MMA in Brazil. Guilherme, is that is that accurate? Yeah, yeah. If 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 he had won the belts, he would be a such a big deal in Brazil. Uh, the way he fights, just looks. His he he has everything. He has a whole package. It, was, to become, it, it also uh, would have. It was also so. Anderson's old belt. I think they kept talking about that too. It would have been the same weight yeah. class. Anderson dominated. I think if, if if he was a light heavyweight or anything, mm-hmm. it was just become a big deal because he 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 has the its factor. But the way he lost was just a big hit for him. Uh, but yeah, like uh, uh, to 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 Casey's question, I think that. To to for for the sport to, to be a big deal in Brazil, to uh, to attract casual fans, you must have a champion. Uh, but it, it it's it's big in Brazil. Uh, I mean, in, in terms of you 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 have a solid base of fans that don't care if you have a champion or not. They would just love the sport. But to 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 go outside of this this bubble, you must have a champion. That. That's why I think Charles Oliveira, being from from São Paulo, is so important for the UFC. If they market him really well, they can become big. He can become a big deal. There you go. There you go. All right. Thank you very much. I hope we answered all of your questions, yeah. Michael. <laughs> I'm I'm always actually really interested in how uh, how fans in different countries accept the sport. You know, yeah. is, is the sport itself big, or do you actually, or is it just the fighters and Kind of the yeah. the celebrityness of you know big name fighters is that what's big, and I and like I don't really have a good um good um t- I don't know I just don't know. <laughs> uh, Since I work for for an American website for so long, uh, I sometimes I I lose uh, the sense of yeah. how big uh, someone is in Brazil. But I have a lot of friends that work for Brazilian media, friends that have YouTube channel, and they always say that yeah, Paulo. Paulo Costa still does amazing numbers on YouTube. Whenever they do videos about him, it's just off the charts. Uh, Paulo Costa and Charles Oliveira is, is is getting there as well. So even 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 though he lost, I think the the the, the image of Paulo Costa and the way he lost and everything, the, the, the yeah. controversies and all that, he's still a big deal. Uh, I, I'm 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 curious to see what his next fight is and. And how well he would do in terms of uh, uh, media attention here in Brazil, uh, win or lose his his next one. I think the UFC has a has a big uh, starting potential uh, in in Paulo Costa if uh, he wins his next one. I think he's getting another title shot based on that. 
because he's just a big name in Brazil. Yeah, there was a couple. It depends, uh, of course, on how much money he's gonna he, he asked for. <laughs> <laughs> well, he's a big Brazilian name. He's a, yeah, he's a big name fighter. It sounds like he should be yeah. getting more money. You yeah, know? yeah. Of sounds like he is underpaid. Yeah. So. The Brazilian media said the way he lo- like obviously when you lose in uh, kind of like that, you kind of become a meme for a bit. But he, they said Paulo Costa became a big meme on like the WhatsApps and the social medias uh, down yeah. in Brazil. Uh, a lot of them are also afraid because they saw because. I think a week or two before was when Colby beat Tyron Woodley and Donald Trump called Colby on the phone. Remember, they were on the broadcast. And a lot of them were very nervous that if that happened with Bolsonaro and uh, uh, Paulo, because they have like rights to broadcast Bolsonaro's like uh, stuff. So if he did that on the broadcast, they would have to kill the feed or they wouldn't be able to run it. A lot of them were very nervous about that. Anyway. Yeah. There, there was a big chance that would happen. I'm a hundred percent. Anyway, uh, how many hardcore MMA fans are there? From Scott McCrate on the site, how would you measure or estimate the number of quote unquote hardcore MMA fans? Is it the number of the least purchased pay per view event of the year? Is it three hundred thousand or like ten million? Can you even quantify how many? Can you give me a ballpark estimate? It is so hard to. I mean, because I feel like everyone just has their own definition of quote-unquote hardcore MMA fan. Like, some people will say, if you're staying in on a Saturday night to watch Cyril Ghosn and Alexander Volkov this Saturday, you're probably a hardcore fan. Others will say you have to watch every single event. Others will say you have to watch every single fight of every single event. So it just depends on your definition. But I'm going to say a trillion. Just ballpark number. Do you, if 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 we wake wake up on a Friday morning to watch a one championship event, are you a hardcore fan? Yeah, probably. See, it just depends so, on so what level just, of so, hardcore so, fan you so are. So just say like uh, five billion people. Like they always say that. Five oh, that's right. Good. There you go. Every, yeah, that's the number. Question asked, answer received. Good, good one, Gay. <laughs> I honestly think they're about, and I can't speak for the whole world, but I think in in, in the United States, I think I would estimate there's about three hundred and fifty thousand. I would classify as hardcore fans. I think I think it's about the, I think that's about the number. Um, I, I, essentially, if oh man, it, real quick, in in one sentence, what would you? How would you describe an? What what's the what's the test? The litmus test for a hardcore fan, Jeremy? I think I wouldn't say like if you watch uh, every UFC card every weekend because. I, I know that even hardcore fans are gonna skip a few yeah. prelims. Yeah, uh, that's a tough one. I'll, I'll tell you, my sorry. Go shoot. I had a friend over here, and she's been coming and watching more and more fights. And I always joke, "Oh, you're a casual, you're a casual." But then once the fans came back and they started, I think they were booing. It was on the recent card, and they were booing a good fight. They were booing a good fight. They were, they were booing every fight. They were booing every fight essentially, yeah. and. She goes and she goes like she goes. Those fans are such jerks. I can't believe they're booing. And I was like, Oh my god! You just graduated from a casual to a hardcore fan. You become a hardcore fan <laughs> when you hate regular fans. I think so. I think that's like kind of my. It's more of. A, I think a hardcore is more of an attitude than actually like sure. if you watch everything. I don't know. I just. I just when I saw this question, I, I thought of that. I was like when you start. When you start criticizing, like, I can't believe they're doing the wave. You should when be watching. Start, like, yeah, respect the grappling. You start, <laughs> when you start defending the grappling. Yeah, you start defending grappling. Yeah. The way I, I always say describe that, it, just, <laughs> Yeah, the way I, mean, I always describe no, it is. Right, how is the 
best fighter in the world. If you if 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 you start defending you Ryan Hall and leg locks, you're a hardcore fan. But that's just Ryan Hall transcends the sport of mixed martial yeah, arts. So that's, that's true. That's true. <laughs> I always I would always say if you can name a prelim fight without looking it up off the top of your head of a fight night card, uh, that was always mine. Uh, like when Big E was on the show and he was rattling off some fight night prelims, and I was he like, was wow, a hardcore man. Yeah. He was a hardcore fan. Or like a couple of years ago, we were taught we had a question about fight of the year, and he was like, "Well, what about Brian Barberena and Vicente Luque?" I was like, "I was on the prelim card of an ES of the ESPN card." And he's just like, "It was a good fight." I'm like, "Wow, like good on you for knowing your uh, knowing your stuff." So that's how I always, if you can name a prelim fight without looking it up off the top of your head, if you follow Caposa on Twitter, you're a hardcore fan, <laughs> or you work for an MMA website. Oh yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> You good, Guillermo? Everything okay? Oh, I lost your audio. Oh, audio. you lost your audio. We can't hear you. There you go, sir. Betty was was dying here, so yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> okay, um, back to uh, something only hardcore fans would care about. This question. Best for Janjarova from Tristan Gordet to MMA fighting after great performance this Saturday against Kanaka Murata. Verna Janjaroba talked about Janjarova. Talked about wanting yeah. to climb up the rankings of the USC's straw of women's strawweight division. She wants to rematch against Dern, but no, she won't get that right away. As I said, called out Nina Nunez, who's ranked number seven in the division. Wouldn't it be better if she called out Michelle Watterson instead, due to the fact that Watterson is a bigger name and be better look on her on her resume? No, I don't think so. I don't think so. I don't, say, I, I don't think so because uh, everyone calls out Michelle Watterson. Yeah. Like. Any fight in the division, if they have to call, if they win, they're gonna call her out. So, that's not gonna happen. That's that. Of course, there's there's a chance that happened, but there's a big chance that won't happen because Michelle Watson has everyone when willing and wanting to fight her. So it's just she she just can go out and pick and choose whoever she thinks is gonna be the best matchup for her. So and I don't think she's gonna be Janjiro because she's not a big name and she's her her fighting style is not an easy one to fight. So. Yeah. I, th- I think Nina Nunes is a uh, is a uh, good call out. I know, I'm not saying that's gonna happen, but I think it's uh, it's better than going out and calling out uh, Michelle Watson. Yeah. Also, Ver- Verna seems like someone that wants to like she doesn't particularly, and I don't know this. I'm just just me speculating. Uh, she's not really looking at fighters with quote unquote the big names. She just wants to fight her way up the rankings. If I remember correctly. Yes, Nina Nunes is ranked higher than Michelle Watson, but she's seven and Michelle Watson is nine. So. Calling out a higher-ranked fighter. She wants to fight up. Good on you. Nina, she's coming off a pretty pretty one-sided two, two loss, Ma- right? Two McKenzie. But that was her first fight in like two years, and yeah, she had so, just oh, had her oh, baby. Oh, she lost yeah. McKenzie. Okay. Well, that yeah. makes sense because it was the common, opponent, the common uh, yes. recent opponent. Okay, I forgot about that. Um, oh, yeah, okay. Um, no. Uh, all I, I, I don't care who Jandron will fight. Nunez, Waterson. I just hope she gets a top 10, top 15 at least. I hope she doesn't have to fight anyone behind her in line. That's all. Well, she only has the only two people ranked below are Lemos, who's a lot of people are very high on. uh, Amanda Lemos. I don't think they're going to give her yet. Felice Herrig. I don't think they're going to give her. No, no, she already beat her. She beat Felice already. Yes. And then Angela Hill and uh, Tisha Torres are matched up. I don't think Amanda. Does Amanda Hibas have a fight? Uh, She said. I think so. No, she was saying Angela Hill. She had COVID. That's right. That's right. I'm not sure. And then. and then Michelle, Claudia, Nina. No, she, she doesn't have a fight anymore. Yeah. Yeah. She's, she, she was in a fight in a hill, but she got COVID. Yeah. Yeah. Man. And then uh, the only one, the others ranked above her that don't aren't matched up are Michelle Watterson, who just fought um, 
Marina Rodriguez like very recently in a five a very tough five round fight. Claudia and then above her Mackenzie, Marina, Jan, Carla. The Jan fight would be fun too, uh, just because Jan's coming off a loss. Uh, oh, but yeah. she is she is ranked way high, and I don't think the UFC would do that. Oh, yeah. But that was a bad loss. She was a very one-sided loss that Jan took. Oh, I mm-hmm. like that, actually. I like Jan, I like Jan DeRobery. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, Jan. Jan yeah. Michelle Watterson is a good fight, too. Yeah. Um, All those fights are good. I, 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 just, I think Jan DeRobe is freaking awesome. And, um, yeah, I'm, 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 on, I'm on the Jan DeRobe hype train. So, uh, yeah, so, she's uh, awesome. Yeah. Have you ever interviewed her or met her in person, Glee? Yeah, yeah, I spoke with oh. her prior to. The, oh, you did the, you did an interview fight. of her before yeah. for this fight? I remember. Yeah, yeah, it was yeah, a great yeah, interview. Yeah. Sorry. Um, yeah, she. What did she say in that interview? Kind of like how the Dern loss kind of made her realize her she had striking deficiencies. Yeah, or, yeah. yeah. She had. She that's yeah. She has to to start working on her striking to to evolve and, and just not only be a just just great rapper that that she is. That she had to to just be one step ahead and be a great uh, well-rounded fighter. That's excellent because that means essentially that's why she lost against Dern. Their grappling kind of uh, neutralized each other because there was it was one one going against Dern. It was one one going into the uh, third, and in the third round, Dern just started throwing haymakers and just was just more aggressive with the striking. And that was pretty much the difference. Yeah. And you saw Jan Robo when she came out in that first round against Murata, she was throwing big bombs and like messed up yeah. Murata's eye, and that eventually you know led to takedown, led to the you know breaking Murata's arm and all that crazy stuff. So uh, yeah. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. Of course, of course, you interview. You're, you're the, you're the beast. I'm so, jeez, man. I'm so stupid. Come on, Casey. So stupid, Casey. Why do you do this? Why do you embarrass yourself? <laughs> cool, cool. Uh, ooh. Fayaz Rafiq. Apologize if I mispronounced your name. Uh, on Twitter with Engano Lewis. Off UFC 265, will we see Amanda Nunes pay-per-view headline? Uh, so yes, the the news today is Francis Gone or last night I can't quite remember. Francis Gone versus Derek Lewis probably not happening in August for timing reasons. Uh, so now they're looking at September, which doesn't have a location yet. I guess technically neither does the August pay-per-view. Um, as of now, Amanda Nunes is scheduled to fight Juliana Pena, and that is the only title fight on the card, which would mean, of course, it would be the headliner. So Guillerme. What would you say to another Amanda Nunes pay-per-view headliner? I won't complain. I won't complain. She's awesome. She's a fantastic fighter. But I think that I, I don't I I don't know how well that would do in terms of pay-per-view sales. In the I agree. It's a fight that makes a I, lot I, of I, sense. I, I think yeah. it needs it, it needs something more. Just throw Valentina Chevchenko in the co-main events, and you get that talk again about the trilogy between them. I think it made sense against whoever. Maybe two or three fighters at a time. Would, <laughs> that would be, you know what? That would be, that's really cool, actually. Um, put Amanda Nunes at top versus Pena. Co main event Shevchenko versus Lauren Murphy, you know, as the co main. Because then not only you have the storylines of those fights themselves, you have that same storyline. Okay, if Valentina rolls through this, is she going to fight Nunes? So. It creates more storylines and more yeah. conversations. So, uh, and them having them on the same stage, you know, all that kind of stuff. Them, you know, them signing posters and walking past each other in the hotel, you know, or, you know, watching your bed, you know, those, stu- those stupid things. Uh, yeah, I, 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 yeah, they, they, it needs a, another, it needs another championship fight, I would think, for it. Nunez Payne just doesn't have, well, I, I think that fight's fine to make. It doesn't have the, uh, that, 
thing, you know? Yeah, <laughs> or, it's miss it's missing it's missing something on the card. It's because it's like the, for the Amanda Nunes when she fought Raquel Pennington in Brazil, they had a, like a lot of Brazilian fighters on that card. They of course they even have Machida Belfort and Gastelum Jacare. So Jacare. Like, that was yeah. that was for the market. We don't even know where this fight is yet. If they're going to stick it in Houston, I don't know. And the rest of their champions are Charles Oliveira just fought. Volkanovski has a fight coming up. Uh, Sterling and Jan don't have a date yet. Usman, I think, is still uh, visiting Nigeria, if I remember correctly. I don't think he's fighting. He doesn't even have like an opponent as of right now. Adesanya just fought. Jan's fighting Glover in September. Francis is off. Then, of course, you got Rose and Valentina. The only other champion is Brandon Moreno, who just fought Davidson Figueroa. So if they want to throw a bucket load of money at Brandon Moreno to fight, I don't know, Kai Car France, why not? I don't. I don't think he would do that. Why in the world would he I would, do that? He just become UFC champion. I don't, I agree. Unless he wants sense, a bunch yeah. of money into yeah. Because if uh, the rumor is the fight would be in Houston and Texas, of course, gets you saw the 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 the, the raucous uh, re- reception that Tony Ferguson got. I would imagine Brandon Moreno would also get a big one. But yeah. that's that's just all speculation. What is what's Rose up to right now? Uh, nothing that I didn't include her because she kind of fl- beats marches the beat of her own drum. Yeah, she's taking long gaps off and she's never really quite been the one to get a quick turnaround, right? That's kind of a bummer. Yeah, I, I mean, yeah. I'm, I would love to see a, a triple lady title fight card, you know, but I doubt we'll sure. see that. But, but is, is, yeah. is there a, a clear number one contender in the in her division? It's Carla, right it's, it's, it's Carla or, or, or Whaley, yeah, those are the be. two. Yeah, it yeah, should yeah, be Carla. Carla. Yeah. Uh, and Carla, you, I, if if you're gonna do one of those two fights, it's gonna it should be Carla because she doesn't cut a lot of weight anyway, so she can have a Carla. Also, congratulations, just got engaged, so hey. who knows if she wants to fight right now? Uh, so it's up to her. And then of course, uh, Marina is also there, but I, Marina and uh, Whaley and Joanna, I think, cut a lot of weight to make 115, so they would probably have to start setting that up right now. Yeah, the, the UFC was trying to book uh, Mariana Rodriguez and Mike McKenzie Dern. I think it was for late July, the the last July card yeah. as the main event. Mac McKenzie Dern was in, but uh, Marina was fighting September. But I, I, of course, if the UFC comes to Marina and you know, offer her a title fight, I think she's she's gonna take yeah. it uh, sooner than that. But she wants September. McKenzie Dern was to fight as soon as possible, so I don't think that fight is gonna happen. I don't know if that fight is gonna happen, but uh, yeah, that answers on Marina and watches that right now. You know it sucks because I know that I know the UFC hates fun, but man, this is a chance to do main event: Amanda Nunes versus Julia Pena, co-main event: Valentina versus Lauren Murphy, third title fight: Rose Namajunas rematches Carla Esparza. Then next two fights you have you can put Dern versus Marina Rodriguez, and then fill it out who who you already have in the card: Angela Hill and Tisha Torres opening up the pay per view. A five fight lady main. Uh, all lady fights on the ba- on the main card. Yeah. We got it right there. Let's like they did once with the uh, with the heavyweights. I think was yeah. The, yeah, the super. Yeah, uh, they did that. They've done it before. One forty. Bigfoot and Velasquez too. I think JDS and Frank Mir um, a main card with the heavyweights. That that card got absolutely decimated by injuries, though. The initial lineup was pretty unbelievable because the original main event for that card, if I remember correctly, was JDS and Overeem. If I remember correctly, and then Kane was supposed to fight Frank Mir, and then JD uh, Overeem got popped for uh, illegal substances, and Frank Mir got elevated, and then Kane turned Bigfoot into a bloody pulp. I believe Roy Nelson beat 
I don't remember. And then I know Stipe. Pee Wee. Pee Wee. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Dave Herman. Uh, Stipe, I know, crushed Shane, RIP Shane De La Rosario, Rosario. and Struve beat uh, LeVar Johnson. But uh, the original lineup for that card was pretty unreal. That, and, and the UFC made their best promo ever for that card. Remember yep. uh, what, 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 what UFC number? 140? What, what, 146. 146. 146. Google it. The UFC promo, they nailed it, and they never done anything fun after that. There you go. Right. I think Mark Hahn was supposed to be on that card, too. Yeah. That card was so absolutely going to fight uh, Struve. I think he was Struve, and then they rebooked it for the Japan card. Anyway, yeah. uh, Afnan... Safir nine. I apologize for mispronouncing it on Twitter. You'll see two sixty-eight payouts were de- sixty-three payouts were depressing, even with pay-per-view points. It's not enough. Do you think ESPN guaranteed five hundred k buys per pay-per-view deal was nullified? The leverage fighters once had. Um, well, I'm pretty confident in saying I think the disclosed pay they got paid a lot more, but it's still lower than still low. They should be getting. There's They're no way Nate, Nate Diaz made to fifteen. There's no, no way. No. But even yeah. But the point being, this is the first time in a while that we have disclosed pay because that's, yeah. and that's because it's Arizona. Yeah, only because it's Arizona. But what what did the UFC say? I I haven't kept in, I haven't been on top of it, but they said it's um intellectual property or something like it. Trade secrets and normal fighters trade, get paid. Trade secrets, yeah. Trade secrets. I think it's yeah. a commission thing because Arizona for a while, when you wanted the pay the 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 purses, you'd have to physically drive. To pick up like a piece of paper, like so, I think it's commission to commission. Uh, no, in Florida they, they they change the rules because of yeah UFC and Vegas too. Yeah, because yeah. I think that the, maybe the UFC just like leaned on them, but Arizona they they disclosed it. But yeah. I am pretty confident in saying that Nate Diaz got way more than two hundred k. Still not enough. Um, not yeah, payouts are pressing, but you know what? Hey, fighters. Create an association, create a union. No, I won't even start. Yeah, you don't even start. That's that is on you. We've. I think the media has said their piece. Now you guys got to do it. I I can't. Yeah, I can't. Yeah, yeah, and that's on you. That's on you. You, you, ladies and gentlemen. All right. uh, Ooh, I like this question. MMA from Azan Zaman, longtime commenter. (laughs) Thoughts on. Uh, believe Barcelos fight. Both of them are crazy technique, and the matchup is fire. What happens? What happens to Guitar Hero if he loses? <laughs> Always fun to, to watch, but he's on a three fight skid. Casey, you wanted a, you picked this question specifically for a reason. I assume what's uh, what's your answers to these? I think on uh, this is probably the best fight uh, outside of the main event. It's just an awesome, awesome fight between two. Super talented, uh, relatively unknown bantamweights. Um, I, I'm just—I don't know. I don't know. I don't know them well enough with the Guitar Hero line. Is that a is that, is that something? Is that a joke? Who's uh, Guitar Hero? I don't know. Uh, it's a nickname for I believe Justin James. Justin James. Justin James. Oh, oh, whatever okay, his name is. Okay, He's also on the card. Oh, There's two thought, separate okay. questions. Oh, two separate okay, questions. I thought, I thought that was like yeah, yeah. Austin Harris's nickname. Austin. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, oh, it's sorry. just. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh! It's like, it's not even a question. It's just like that fight rules. I'm like, yes, it does. Sorry. It says thoughts <laughs> on Valif Barcelos fight. I oh, agree God. with you. That fight rules. Yeah. Uh, Honey Barcelos finally got his fight. I feel like he's been calling for a fight for a long time. But yeah, he's awesome, and I'm uh, very excited for that. What's he on a five fight win streak? Who? Something yeah. like that. Uh, yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. He he was scheduled to fight a at one point. He's also and as well. Uh, and Marab Marab called him Marab, out. Yeah. 
in December when he looked awesome. And then I think uh, he was they were they had been they were supposed to fight, uh, but uh, the, he wasn't medi- he was medically suspended and they the, the commission did, didn't allow him yeah. to fight because it would be just like three or four weeks away from, from yeah. his ne- his previous one. So he just pulled him. But they were both in Las Vegas, and they let Figueroa fight on like 21 days. All weird yeah. stuff. Um, but Figueroa also didn't take like any damage against Alex Perez. Uh, what happens to Guitaro if he loses? Oh, yeah, I I think he's on he's he is on three fight losing streak. So if he loses four in a row, he's probably not in the UFC anymore. Uh, yeah, he's very he's a very 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 fun fighter, and uh, we're not going to call him Justin anymore. We're just going to call him Guitar Hero. Uh, Fair. This is a must win fight. But back to he's lost. Go ahead. But oh. on on uh, Justin James, he's only. I just looked it up. Devonte Smith, Gabriel Benitez, Gavin Tucker. Those were three, and his first fight was against Frank Camacho. Tough draw for your first four fights in the UFC. So uh, this for sure is winner winner go home. Anyway, tough what you draw, say, but tough draw. But none of those guys are you know top fifteen guys either. So nope. it's just that's. You got to win. That's all. You, you have to win at some point. Being exciting isn't enough, especially if they're against unranked fighters and you've never mm-hmm. been a ranked fighter. Um, mm-hmm. But back to, I believe, uh, Barcelona. Barca, Barca, Barcelos. 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 So. I just, I, I kind of hate this fight because those guys are so freaking good um, that I don't want them to kind of knock each other out. But 135 is just so freaking good. I, I believe both these guys with the, with the proper competition and just fighting enough, they're both top 10 talents. But right now, to me, there are probably 20 fighters who are top 10 talent, you know, if that makes sense. So it's just unfortunate. Uh, unfortunate one of them are going to knock each other out of the rankings or potential rankings. But um, so watch this fight. It should be freaking awesome. That's all. Yeah. The UFC in Brazil here, the, the UFC team, Big Nog, they are really, really high on, on Harry Barcelos. They, like, they have a, a lot of trust that he's going to be a big deal in this vision. And, and, and I agree with them. He's... He's, he, ha- he has something that, that most Brazilians don't have, which is a wrestling background. His, yeah. his ground game, his jiu-jitsu, his striking, his, his complete fighter, man. He's, he's really good. He's, he's way past time. He, he's, he, he, he should be fighting a, a top 15 already. They, they tried to book yeah. him, I guess. Yeah. They, they tried to, to, to give him a half Yeah. But uh, he, he, he chose to wait when Asunção got injured and then then how many Barcelos got COVID on five week, something like that, before he was uh-huh. uh, flying out with his father who also got COVID. Uh, but yeah, he's he's a uh, he he's a real deal. He's really good. But he's he's he's, he's not a young fighter. He's I think he's 30, 34 or thirty three or something like yeah, that. Yeah, he's not the youngest. Numbers yeah. don't lie. Was Jay Z wrong? <laughs> From Terrence Leverett. <laughs> you wanna outstruck Lauren? Oh, Joe. Oh, Jojo. Jojo. I thought, I, I, sorry, the, the spelling was uh, it, like the it's small writing, so yeah, it looked yeah. like Joanna. Uh, Jojo outstruck Lauren in rounds one and three. Brandon outstruck Figgy in round three of their fight, and the judges had him winning. I scored it 10-8 for Brandon with a point being taken away. Well, I know numbers don't lie. Don't tell the whole story of all, of all the time, i.e. Max versus Dustin. I find these fighters should have won. What are your thoughts? Any other examples? So... Uh, 10-8. Oh, 10, sorry. I was so these, <laughs> Both of these fights are also in Arizona, and Arizona has weird judging. Uh, I think we saw that when Kane fought Francis. There, they were in the main event of the first ESPN card. There were a lot of weird things happening there, too. So, uh, But the JoJo-Lauren Murphy fight, 
I have already said like I missed a big chunk of that fight because I believe we were interviewing. I can't remember who. I maybe Paul Craig or something yeah. like that. I scored that fight. I scored JoJo versus Lauren a draw actually. Okay. I gave. Yeah. Uh, so it was a close fight though. But it was it was, was, it, was it a was, robbery? No, not a robbery. It was a close fight. Okay. It was a close fight. Uh, the, to me, to me, that's not even the issue. The issue was if the second round should have been a ten eight to me. Sure. But uh, sure. that's. Um, but I, th- I had a draw. I actually did have JoJo winning rounds one and three. So uh, that's a judging thing. Um, I don't know what. All right. So we're going to use this because we haven't had any questions on it to talk about bad judging. Jeremy, <laughs> what did you think of Glyson Tebow versus Ryan McDonald? It was it was odd. I I wasn't watching. I, I was watching, but I was watching on mute because I was trying to get my to sleep. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> that's that's pretty much how I watch fights now. Uh, yeah, I I I scored for for Hori, but uh, I I'm not sure if I would call it just the biggest robbery of all time. Like people all this outcry, I think he won, but I wouldn't go that far to call why, it the, the worst robbery of all time. Why does everything have to be the worst robbery for the yeah. robbery? I mean, like yeah. if it's if it's a tenth worst robbery in all of MMA. Yeah, that's pretty yeah, that's yeah. pretty you know what I mean? That's, that's, that's I think pretty, it's the biggest robbery year. this year. Yeah, I agree this year. Yeah. Because um, I had it I had Rory winning 30 27. I thought it was easy. I was because I do the social media for the site. Yeah. I was about to publish Rory. Yeah, you're like ready winning. like all right. I was like just it. literally <laughs> just waiting for it. And I was like what? And I had to like scrap all my work and do it. Like I thought it was that obvious. I try to get ahead of it. So yeah when I was watching like I I just watched the the, the entire Friday thing was over and then I had to to do something and I, and and I left when when I when I came back I saw both fighters waiting for for the announcements and there was just the fans scoring or stuff like that they were yeah, just they, showing the on the screen they put the commentators yeah. scoring the fans yeah, scoring okay. uh, Roy, yeah, Roy, okay. Roy 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 is gonna win <laughs> okay yeah and and I and and I agreed and then I just left and when I came back I I sat on the couch with Maya and I was looking back when I when I look up. It was just Gleison and Pahumpinha just jumping around this. What? <laughs> what did I miss? <laughs> Even the uh, the what commentators were just the commentators like Kenny Florian and Sean, Sean O'Connell were like, "That is egregious, this and that. It doesn't make any sense." And I, it's a bigger deal too because this in the PFL, it's a league, so you win, you get points, and you can go to the, play, the their playoffs and this and that. Now Roy McDonald doesn't get those three points, and I don't know what his draw. Well, I can't remember how to pronounce his, the, his next opponent's uh, name, but that is a tough, tough draw. So Roy McDonald got more than just win loss. Kind of got screwed in his path to a million dollars in the PFL. I want to say this: we always complain about judging. Everyone's uh, judging this, but but then we have so many fights. Like I think I think JoJo Lawrence should have been a draw, whatever. But a lot of people are like, ah, it's a close fight. It's not a robbery. If all these fights are not robberies, is there a problem of judging? What do you? I how don't think robber, there's how, a ma- how many how many robberies I are think there? there's how many robberies are there this year? Not as many as people think. Not as many, like yeah, legitimate exactly. Legitimate robberies because people go. I don't oh, think it was, there, a, it was a close fight. Yeah, it was a close fight could go either way. You know, I don't think there's a way. I thought this guy won, so but if he didn't win, that's a robbery because I disagree. That's not how well, things work. And that's like in anything. Like if you watch a TV show and you put this big theory together of how it's going to end and it doesn't happen, all of a sudden you hate that TV show and it sucks. But no, it's not true. Just what you thought didn't work out for you. I don't think there's a massive problem with judging. I just think when you have fights like this where everyone is so up in arms over one specific fight, it just kind of becomes the topic for a few weeks. That's it. I think, 
I, actually, I do think there are lots of robberies, but a lot of times those robberies are very early on the prelims. So we just kind of yeah. people just fans, media don't really care about it that much. We're not invested in it. But since it was Roy McDonald, it was the main event PFL, the significance, I think we just pay attention more, I think. Uh, Which I, one do, do you guys think would be a, a, a bigger robbery? Uh, Tibal winning the, the, or Julio Sousa Chavez winning again against Nessa Silva? Oh, if you would have got one more card? Yeah, yeah. Oh, it was a bit Julio, Julio. Yeah, I mean, Julio winning would have been a bigger, would have been a bigger uh, robbery to my mind yeah. because that is just pure boxing politics right there. I think that's a bigger that. I think that transcends just judging, and that's a you're fighting Julio Cesar Chavez Jr. in Guadalajara, and you're he's fighting a non-boxer. I think that's the story right there. That's just a judge not wanting Anderson to win. Yeah, yeah, that would be, yeah. that would been pretty bad, especially because. I had a seven one. It can easily yeah, me been, too. It, yeah. it, can, it can easily <laughs> to me. It can easily been eight zero if you're generous to Anderson. If you're generous to Chavez Jr., it could have been six two maybe. If you're yeah. generous, you know that that's that would be a robbery, but that would be more of a controversy than just judges. That's like that's a yeah. political. Thing. I don't even <laughs> want to think about that, Gary. Why yeah. get, get those thoughts out of my head? <laughs> Jeez. When, 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 when they were announcing like split decision, with, oh, come on. Oh, when uh, so when we did when we did the watch along, I was like thirty five seconds ahead of Casey and Mike Heck. Uh, and when they said split decision, I was just like, I was making this like confused face, and Mike was just like, "Oh no, what is, what's <laughs> happening?" He thought he thought Chavez won, and then he saw it too, and he was like, "Split? That's bizarre." But yeah, it was weird. Anyway, uh, thank you for the question, Terrence Leverett. I know we went a little over time, Casey. Is there one last question you want to hit before uh, we call it a day? I know okay. Gary's got daddy things to do. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I get everything. Yeah, I mean, look, wait, I think I pulled up a few questions. Hold on. Um, real, real quick, real quick, we'll, we'll fly through these. We'll fly through these. Yeah, hold on. Rapid fire. I don't know what this question means, but it was for Gary. For Gary, is the FC Porto Cachello in the back? If it is, are you a fan of the club? Yeah, that's uh, no, that's I have no idea what that means. <laughs> yes, <Yeah. laughs> I also see you have a Toronto Raptors one back there. Yeah, yeah, that's uh, that's a lot of one. That's uh, the Toronto one. Topic. That's, uh, I, 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 I got one for each country I've ever been to. Oh, okay, what represents oh. Portugal? So there's New York, there's Barcelona, Canada, PSG, uh, that's pretty cool, Ajax, Boca Juniors. Rome. You need to come to Phoenix. Uh, you need South to come Africa. to Phoenix and get a Phoenix Suns one because they are America's team right now. Are those jerseys I don't think or I'm, like the little scarves? I think it, or it's every, the scarves. Scarves, yeah. scarves. Okay, yeah. cool, yeah. cool. I, I just get I need one from uh, Abu Dhabi. I don't oh, get one yeah. yet. Come on, man. <laughs> all right. So oh, wait. Yeah. So, anyway. All right. But so, I'm, I'm not a fan of the club. I'm a fan of uh, traveling. Botafogo. Okay. What the fuck was this? There you go. <laughs> there you go. Um, there you go. Again. Quick one again. Here we go. Does Korean Zombie join the list of fighters they want to fight Yair yeah, yeah, on the 17th of July? Giga claims now an interview with MMA junkies John Morgan. He signed a contract to fight Yair. Yeah, yeah. uh, I'm pretty sure Korean Zombie wants to fight Yair yeah, yeah, no matter what day of the month it is or what month it is because that fight, that first fight, he was one second away from winning. Um, so yeah, I don't. I think he, of course, he would want the five round main event. Whether he, I, Giga Chikazi said he's fighting Yair. So if Giga is fighting Yair, then I am all in on Korean Zombie versus Max Holloway. I freaking love that fight so much. 
but we have no idea what's going on with Max. Holiday, no idea, right? No idea. So we absolutely no, no, idea no idea if no idea what's going on with Max, and no idea if Giga is telling the truth in him signing a contract to fight. Yeah, yeah. no idea. He Could be one of those cases like Fares coming out, sign the contracts, and not even contracts for them. So. Yeah, like oh, say so sign the contract. I signed it. Here's a piece of paper. You can't really yeah. read it. I'm shaking. It's too small, but I signed it. It's like when Paolo lost to Izzy next week. He's like, sign the contract for the rematch, and then Daniel Cormier was like, what contract is he talking about? <laughs> <laughs> that was one of my favorite scrubs. He's like, Paolo, go home. You lost. Oh man, yeah. that was a good time. Anyway, I, thank you for the question, Justin Bowser. And last one, Dude, I, I gotta say, I was, I didn't, I didn't like the way Costa was promoting his fight versus Izzy, but kind of this post Costa and the, I don't know his crazy Twitter things and his, his, his him trying to call out Marvin him tweeting about his calf. Yeah, he's his calf. I don't know. I'm all in. I'm all. I'm back. I'm back on the Paula Costa train. I like him. <laughs> thinking the Earth is flat and everything. Yeah. Yeah, Troll Costa. Yeah, Troll Costa. Are we Charlie Willie? I also saw this on Twitter. So uh good, good for calling up. Are we overlooking the possibility of Derek Lewis becoming the next UFC heavyweight champion? Nope. He might. Nope. He absolutely might win. Nope. Uh, it's, it's 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 heavyweight Emma, it's, it's heavyweight fighting in at the highest level. And the dude has the touch of death. Like I think him and Lou, him and Ngano are the two that define that. Touch of death. And if Derek Lewis can somehow I'm not gonna say take Francis down, but if Francis slips on a banana pill and Derek Lewis happens to fall on top of him, Derek Lewis's ground and pound might be the most vicious, heaviest ground and pound in the entire world. So um, there's obviously, obviously Nagano to me is a uh, is a heavy favorite, but um, I'm a I'm a weirdo. I actually think Derek Lewis is a tougher fight at heavyweight than John Jones is a heavyweight. I, I'm not a believer in John Jones a heavyweight. But uh, I think Derek Lewis is equally as tough, if not tougher, than John Jones, a heavyweight for Francis yeah. Ngannou. So, well, it's yeah. it's I, I just I just watched Mike Hex interview with OSP, and even OSP was like, you can win three rounds and four, two rounds and four minutes and fifty nine seconds of a fight, but at heavyweight, it takes one punch and you're dead. So, uh, anytime any heavyweights are fighting, I think it's pretty close to fifty fifty. Anyway, I just hope they're there's an actual fight this time. Yeah, yeah. let's <laughs> talk about it again when that fight comes up. Yeah. I think we're we've hit time. Guillermo, thanks so much for joining us. Uh, before you, we give you your promo, Casey, I just want to read you this tweet that Paulo Costa put out uh, because you're back on the Paulo Costa <laughs> hype train. He tweeted, a, he tweeted a photo of a submarine and a map with lines on it. And it says, submarine, global cable map. Which connection between Brazil and U- Europe has built? Where's the satellite? People said satellites doesn't work. That's Casey Lai right there. That's Casey Lyons guy right there. Anyway, yeah, mate, what do you got to say? As the, what do you got to say? Thank you for uh, bringing Maya on the show. She was beautiful, and uh, hopefully, she makes more appearances in the future. Yeah, I just want to thank everyone for for the kind message when she was born. She's just a beautiful baby. Thank you, everyone in anime fighting for all the help for all these past eight weeks of barely no sleep. Uh, <laughs> everyone I ask all the good people are there but only the good people let's make babies and let's fill this world with uh, good people and good creatures because we have a lot of bad people out there so let's make some good ones to compensate <laughs> there you go yeah well said go- Casey love, good luck following good that up I lo- yeah good luck well, well, I t- oh I was gonna, just gonna say oh well, yeah good people yeah everyone loves good people Ooh, oh good you boy. got the book Casey <laughs> I just want to talk about Chris Rini's book I got it recently it freaking is awesome. It's got so many freaking cool illustrations in here. 
and there's a yeah, it's just it's just freaking awesome. Tell her, tell 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 them about one of the chapters. Oh, uh, but there's a great chapter about my wife Esther Lynn. <laughs> that so. was when Chris when Chris was on, he had sent me uh, he had sent me the digital copy like a month or two ago, <laughs> and I know you didn't know, so I was gonna. I didn't know I did. Yeah, I did. I was gonna. He so what he said. Casey doesn't know either. I was like, Phew. so. Yeah. I was, it was I, oh, man, I'm glad I didn't ask you. But anyway, go buy Chris's book. We'll have him back on again. We'll plug it yeah. some more. Support, he was great. Anyway. support mixed martial arts art. Yes. <laughs> support local businesses, support all that fun stuff. Anyway, uh, I think this is, no, we might have one more. Uh, happy Pride Month, everyone, of course. Oh, Thank yeah. you for joining us, Guy. Lucy's now coming to say hi again. Anyway, for Casey, that's Guy. This is Jose. We'll see you next Wednesday. We're out. The NBA playoffs are heating up, and so is the action at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. DraftKings brings you same-game parlays, live betting, odds boosts, and so much more. You can download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use code VOXMMA. That's code VOXMMA for new customers to get 150 in bonus bets when you bet just 5 bucks. Only on DraftKings. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Or in West Virginia, visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas, 21 and over. Age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.co slash bball for eligible and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources.